Hello, everybody. How are you? Well, actually, you can't answer back, so don't, don't say anything. I am okay. I, I'm, I'm not well. I am okay. Just being honest. Had a few cries today. Um, for so many reasons, which I will explain. But I thought I would pull my socks up and do a podcast before the working week begins and say to everyone who has messaged me kindly about my aunt situation, I thought I'd give you um, give you a, an update on my aunts. And for anyone curious about how my working week, week, how my working week went last week, um, I thought I would just tell everyone how it went. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I haven't done an intro because I don't really know what's going to happen. It's Sunday night. I'm very full. I've eaten a lot of food and I've eaten a lot of food, like a huge amount of food. I'm not, I, and, and I don't want to um, gross anyone out, but I can eat a lot of food. Uh, I think it's something to do with being vegan and having to eat huge portions of vegetables. Well, not, you don't have to eat huge portions of vegetables, but I do. So I think over the years I've stretched my stomach, which means I can eat a huge amount of normal food. And uh, yeah, just just had quite a lot of M&Ms, quite a lot of crisps, quite a lot of biscuits, quite a lot of pizza, quite a lot of food. Just, as a, just, to, just to say well done for the working week and here you go into the next week and it's kind of like a reset day Sunday, isn't it? A cheat day. Even though you shouldn't, is that now cancelled saying cheat day? Sorry if it is. Um, there's so many things I want to talk about today. But I'll begin. I'm sorry if I'm a bit lethargic, but I am very tired. And I wanted to, ex- just just to be clear, it's really not been uh, easy. <laughs> Working and having children is not easy. and. I kind of thought it would be a bit easier, to be honest. If I'm really being honest, thought it'd be a bit easier than it is. It's just so much to think about them the entire time and also try and hold yourself together to do your job. So what I found myself doing this week, we left on Sunday and we came back yesterday, is I found myself going on autopilot almost as if I didn't have children, even though one was attached to my boob the entire week when I wasn't filming. But I had to kind of not let myself think about Donnie and Margot and turn and just plow on. And if anyone, and to be honest, no one really asked me much about them because they didn't have kids. Whereas if you have kids, you tend to ask about their kids and their routines and how much they're going to miss you and you just do. So I spoke with my makeup artist a lot about her kid and we, we, that was the only kind of kids talk I had. Um, and there was little references to having kids, but largely I was there as a employee doing my job. And so it'd be inappropriate, I guess, to talk about how much I miss my kids and you know, how dare I even complain to to miss my kids when I'm fortunate enough to be employed and to have a job and to have really wanted that job and lobbied for that job and 
then how dare you complain kind of thing. So I, I do get it. But um, yeah, it kind of went onto this autopilot mode to try and get everything done. And because it was so out of my comfort zone doing a different job, it was presenting and I've never presented before. So it might be very bad, but it's a completely different part of my brain to acting or doing stage stuff or like comedy. It's a completely different part of my brain. So I was working on overdrive. My brain was just kind of trying to keep up whilst going back and forth to the green room to feed the baby. And it was so weird, even though we were in this huge set, if the baby cried in a faraway place, I could hear it. I could hear him. And my whole body just kind of went into, um, just froze. And even if I was filming, I would just not be able to speak. And I know that, you know, why did you bring the baby? Why didn't you get the baby to have a bottle and stay at home? And, you know, why are you being selfish and bringing the baby to a set, which might be dangerous or, you know, isn't, you know, the ideal environment for a baby. And why are you doing this? Is it, you're being selfish. Just be a working woman and, you know, swallow, swallow up your, whatever your, your needs and just give the baby a bottle and go to work alone. But no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I have realized I am a supreme attachment parent. I don't mean supreme as in very good. I just mean supreme as in I do. I am very much an attachment parent. And I just truly believe that the right place for them is on me all the time. Not so much with Johnny and Margaret because I think I've done my job to a certain extent. I've been reading more and more about attachment parenting and how if you give them as much love and as much availability as you can, then by the age of three, they're kind of on their way and they're ready to, you know, take a little bit of distance and go and spread their wings, if you like. So whilst Becca is only 13 weeks, I'm like, no, he's, he's going to be on me. If I'm not filming, he's going to be on me. I'm going to be holding him. I'm going to be wearing him. I'm going to be feeding him. He's going to know I'm right there. That's just the way I like it. And 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 I spoke to somebody about it and they're like, but doesn't that mean that you don't get to do anything on your own? And like, and yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get to do anything on my own. And I mean, the occasional five minute walk to Waitrose. But actually, no, I haven't even done that to be honest. With Becca, I realized I haven't, haven't been away from him for longer than, hmm. I think the longest I was away from him was three hours for the Waterstones event for Sunset. That was the longest event um, time I've been away from him. So yeah, I haven't, I'm really, really attached, really attached. And with 10, I was equally attached, but because I had this deadline for Sunset, I was working, even though I was just upstairs, for two hours at a time from, from basically when we got back from hospital um, to try and get the book finished. And thank God I did finish it. So whenever I think about, oh, it was that bad that I wasn't as attached as I am, say, to Becca, I think, oh, no, I, no, I wrote that book and that's what I had to do and that was, that was the job. And I'm very attached to him. I'm very attached to him. So leaving 10 was horrible, actually, worse than Donnie and Margot because I knew Donnie and Margot would be fine. They had Alfie. So did 
10 and 10, you know, slept with Alfie and 10 actually is now. It, it shows that if you sleep with your baby, you're going to get them attached to you. They are, they just, they, it's, it's just a real bonding thing, co-sleeping. So yeah, he's really attached to Alfie at the moment, which I'm kind of jealous of, but you know, that's quite nice. It is actually really nice. And there are merits to having a little bit of um, space, I guess. Sometimes like right up until I left, 10 was, you know, even if I went to the loo, he would be like, mama, mama. Now it takes a little bit longer, which is heartbreaking in a way, but it's a very fickle thing. This kind of, this bond, it's fickle in a way, because if I had been away for a few days more, I don't know, could it have been damaging? I don't know. And I know a lot of people are listening to this and probably much more um, strong-willed or, um, I don't know, disciplined in their approach to parenting and might be judging me for being this kind of soppy, but I'm just being honest about what I like. The, the, the privilege of having my mum with me as well um, when we were filming because she got to wear Becca the entire time when I wasn't feeding him. Um, and so she would wander around and it was just so funny because my mom is an angel. So if you've met my mom, Debbie, you will love her. <laughs> there's no, I don't think there's one person that's never ever not loved my mom when they've met her. And, um, so I, it was an open set, so I could see the whole room as we were filming in one part of the, the room, if that makes sense. No, it doesn't, whatever. Um, and so I could see her roam around and just start chatting to a, you know, somebody or start, chatting, start chatting to a production assistant or, a, you know, an AD or something and just start talking to a sound person and just start talking to the makeup person. And, start, and just by the end of the week, People were coming up to me and being like, Debbie is amazing. Oh my God, I love your mom. I love her. And I, meanwhile, whenever me and my mum were in the green room on our own, I'd be like, okay, no, just, just, I need that coffee. Just get me a coffee. Or just, just, I, I need, where are my socks? Or just, I need, I need, I need more sweetener. I need more sweetener in the coffee. Just, 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 just I need to, I need to be quiet right now. I need to be quiet. Just me being horrible to my mom. <laughs> um, and her just, just being this kind of radiant, calm, just loyal presence constantly with me and completely accepting the fact that I was not only doing a job that was a stretch for me, scary for me, I was also feeding Becca almost every hour as well. And then going back to the hotel and feeding Becca because he had noticed that I was not as attached as I usually am. So he would kind of then say, okay, I'm then feeding for four hours and I'm not going to stop. So I'd get back to the hotel about eight and then I would feed Becca until about 1130, then pass out. So it was, it was a double day almost. It was really grueling and then waking up at five and then doing it all over again. So it was it was absolutely taxing. And I thought I could come back because we drove back from Manchester on Friday night because of the train strikes. And I suddenly got really sick in the car. Like I thought I was going to vomit everywhere. 
and we didn't get back till about two. We had so many suitcases. I packed so much because I just so didn't want to be lacking of anything while we were away with the baby. So getting home and, oh my God, Saturday was just, it was, I, I woke up with, I was so excited to see them. And they weren't arriving back till the afternoon because they stayed with Alfie's mum and, but 10 was there. And so I snuck into the sitting room where Alfie was asleep on the sofa and 10 was with him. And I just stood there waiting for 10 to see me. And then he saw me and he just ran straight towards me, but not to me, to Becca and gave Becca a huge hug and kiss and then (laughs) eventually hugged me. But it was just amazing seeing his reaction to Becca after this week. Anyway, I, when the kids got back, I just, I really thought, oh, I'll be able to do the, the imaginary games they want to play and I'll be able to do the drawings and the crafts and, and then we'll have an amazing evening and we'll have food and I'll read them stories in bed. I might make up a story. And obviously it got to about 3 p.m. and I was like, I can't do anything whilst so wanting to please them. And so I was like, okay, we will play the Griffin game. A Griffin game is when we play to pretend to be various types of Griffins. Don't ask. We will play the Griffin game. We will play. I just need to sit down for a bit longer. I need to feed the baby and I need to clean up. And because no offense to Alfie, Alfie did try to clean up whilst he was in charge for the week. And he did a very good job, but not up to my standards. So I was like, I need to clean again. I, I need to do this. It's like, why am I bothered? Why am I so, why do I care so much about cleaning? why don't I just play the Griffin game and just accept that it's all going to go to shit today? And, but I couldn't, I just was too tired to do anything. And that's had a knock on effect today. And my mum came around to help me unpack and stuff. And I just collapsed into tears. And I was like, I just, I need to sleep now. I need to sleep. And so she's uh, very kindly taken them for a sleepover so me and Alfie could recuperate tonight and prepare for the week because it's going to be a busy week again and I'm just getting used to this. I'm not used to having four kids. I'm not used to it. I'm 13 weeks used to it. So my mum is an angel. She's an absolute angel. And I also kind of am jealous of the grandmother relationship because with the grandmother, she doesn't care about making them like her. They do, they adore her, but do you know what I mean? They don't care about, she doesn't care about saying no to playing the Griffin game. She's like, no, of course I'm not playing that. I'm just, we're, we're doing this and I'm, I'm making you this and then you're doing your homework and then we're doing this. And then we're, whereas I'm like, um, I can be your friend and your mother. I can't, I can't be. So Margot's already asking me when I'm next going away. I won't be, I am going away again. Um, not till, not for a few weeks, but already I'm thinking about what I'm, the mistakes I've made this week and how I could have prepared for my arrival home a bit better. Because even though it was only six days, it was, is now going to take me like three days to recover <laughs> from juggling both. So I just need to put in place some, some system. I think it was a mistake to come home and have no sleep and then do it all, try and do it all the next day. So I think next time I'm away, I'm going to try and get them to stay away for another night so I can at least sleep that night. That's my lesson learned. 
any other tips? What what else what else have I learned? Um I've learned that if you say I need to go and feed the baby now, people gen generally just say, Oh, absolutely, sorry, sorry. Even if you're on a set, which is great. They're very good about it now. When I was with Donnie, when when I had Donnie and I was pumping, I was doing trolleyed, um, which is a sitcom that I was in on Sky that Alfie very sweetly thinks is my best role ever when it was not. I had a very bad Northern accent. Don't watch it. But whenever he now says anything official for me, he says, Jesse K from Trolleyed, um, which is an in-joke. But unfortunately, he's now been, there's too much of him saying it. So it just looks like I've asked him to say Jesse K from Trolleyed. Anyway, when I was doing that, I remember feeling really embarrassed about saying, I, I should go and pump now because if I don't pump now, I'm not going to have any milk for later. And the I was just too scared. And then with Margot, Margot, I was exclusively breastfeeding until she was one. And I wasn't, no, it wasn't exclusively breastfeeding. You know what I mean? I was like, she was, she was one when I went back to do trolleyed and it was, I was, I was weaning her off that anyway. So it was a bit easier. And number 10, I got the courage to be like, okay, I'm, I need to go back to my room and pump. So if you're worried about it and thinking, oh, I won't be able to breastfeed because I, you know, I'm working. You can just say, I know that some women are much more confident than me and would know that, but you know, just be bold, be bold. Would you like an update on my aunt situation? As I'm, as I say that, I'm trying to scan the floor for any beady little ants. I, so I was filming. I was trying to organize everything for when I was back. Cause I, the night before we left, I woke up to three ants. I said this in the last po- podcast on my back. Oh, horrifying, horrifying. And I was thinking I need to get some kind of pest control because I can't sleep like that. And I can't raise my bed off the floor because they climb up the wall and I don't want to raise my bed off the floor because I've got the amazing genius setup now of the baby in the cot next to me and my hand in him and I can't raise the cot and blah, 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 blah. So my, me and my mum thought about hiring someone that's 250 pounds. I don't want to pay 250 pounds. So we Google some home, home things you can do. You can spray vinegar. Um, so I've got to try enough spray vinegar all over my floor, which is just full of stuff. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. Anyway, then Alfie, I, I, I was really pestering him about the ants saying, go out there and have a look for the ants. Just go and see where they are. Go and see if you can see any. And he said, no, I, I can't see any. I can't see one ant. I've looked everywhere. And I was like, are you joking? They were everywhere. There were 10 when I woke up. How can you not see an ant? And he Googled it and ants like breast milk. Ants fucking love breast milk. So ants are smelling me on the bed and coming for my boobs. That's what's happening. And that's why he doesn't see them when he's up here. And it's so, so disgusting. I'm sorry if you find that disgusting too. I don't know what to do. So what? Not, and also they like the smell of formula and they like the smell of, you know, anything sugary. So obviously 
10 was having formula in the bed. So that's probably why they came up here. And also squash. I have like sometimes, I know I shouldn't, but I give him a little bottle of squash. I'm trying to wean him off. Don't worry. It's no added sugar squash, but I'm still trying to wean him off. I know it's bad. Don't judge me, but we, we've we've got him off milk now. So I'm trying to just get him onto water. He's a bit of a squash fiend. So he really likes the squash, don't we all? But anyway, so that so I my bed, my room, which I was like, no, there's no food up here. What? There's no I am the food. The ants are coming for the food, which is me. Oh my God. So if anyone else has had this problem, let me know. Please, please let me know. I've also been reading about gentle parenting. So from what I can gather, gentle parenting is is like a technique, a parenting style that's based on empathy. So your toddler won't put on his shoes rather than say, you are putting on these shoes, mate. You're like, okay, let's talk about why you don't want to put on these shoes. Even though we're rushing, don't worry about it. Let's sit down. Let's talk about, I can see an ant. I can see an ant. Ah. You just wait, Ant. I'm coming for you with some vinegar in a minute. I don't have any vinegar. I'm just trying to threaten the ant. Um, so let's talk about why you don't want to put on these shoes. And maybe take as long as you need talking about why you don't want to put on shoes. And then maybe I can convince you very softly and gently to put on the shoes. Then the toddler's like, oh, okay, you're not forcing me to put on the shoes. I'll fucking put on the shoes. That's what gentle parenting is. From, from what I can gather on the internet. It's also about respect. So if your child respects you, then they'll want to please you, want to listen to you, follow you. Oh, I can see loads of ants. Oh my God. There, there are, there's a hole, isn't there? There's a, there's a hole. Oh my God. There's poison on the balcony. Why have you not gone in the poison yet, ants? Oh, I'm going to have to stop this podcast, guys. I'm going to have to go and sort out these ants. And check that Alfie's not still asleep on the sofa because he's got to do a podcast now. Oh, anyway, so I've been reading about gentle parenting and trying to think, is that what I want to do? I'm kind of picking and choosing from styles of parenting, like a bit of tiger parenting, a bit of gentle parenting, a bit of like hippie parenting, like real hippie stuff. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy reading about it. I read this one quote, which I put on um, the reel that I, I'm using to promote this podcast and just because it was fun to do a little reel. Uh, not that they take any time at all. Oh, they're so quick and easy to do reels. Um, oh, what's the quote? <laughs> what is that quote? If my baby cries, pick him up. No, is that it? Oh, yeah. If, my, if the baby cries, oh, it's something. You can look at the reel. It's a good reel. I'm proud of that reel. Please share that reel. I like it a lot. I was like, I'm wearing nice outfits. I'm not in maternity leggings. I'm going to show off my outfits. I'm going to wear some actual waist belts. Um, not that I, you know, I'm definitely back in the leggings today. But um, yeah, so hope you like my, my reel. Please send me some support for my aunts. And I will be back with my regular... Um, podcast every Monday. It's on Patreon if you want to watch the video. I don't look great. So that's why it's on Patreon. 
<laughs> it's really not a great look for me right now. And, you know, no lighting and all that jazz. And um, I didn't do it last week because I was filming and I, I took my microphone. I took my podcast stuff. I took my laptop. I took my sketchbook, I took my diary, took my, took three books. I was like, I'll be able to wind down in the evenings and do a podcast without having to put the other kids to bed. And I'll be able to, you know, do this and write in my diary for hours. And I'm, I did nothing. So a bit stupid that I took all that stuff. I'll know that for next time. That's another tip I learned. Don't expect to do anything other than what you were there to do and feed the baby. So this Wednesday, I am going to do another Instagram live at, at about, I'm going to do it earlier because nine was too late for me. I was definitely tired. So I'm going to do it at 8, 15, 8, 30. And uh, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about polycystic ovaries and parenting styles like I was just talking about. So if you have any parenting styles I've not heard of, like what's it, permissive parenting? Oh, I, oh God, I don't know. It's a new one. I should probably have looked up parenting styles before I had kids. Um, but I thought it'd be fun chat. And if you have any questions, please message me the questions before to talk about on the Instagram live because there was too many questions popping up and it was just a bit scary. I mean, not scary. It wasn't scary at all. The ants are scary. Oh my God going for my bed right now. They can smell the milk. So I basically have to change the sheet every day now because to get the smell of me off. Oh, right. Have a really good week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing or becoming a patron or subscribing to YouTube. Um, listening to me and Bibi's podcast. She's having a week off because she's doing some filming too, which is exciting. Cave sisters are doing some work, aren't they? Finally. Um, get it, you know, Anyway, I'll stop talking now. Jesus. Have a really nice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and good night. <laughs>